Hi, Corey Chambers in Los Angeles, your home sold guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for taking a minute to listen in. In a moment, I'll share with you some valuable information about this, this topic. Corey Chambers' top 10 list, duplex, and uh, live-work lofts, warehouse-style spaces for rent, and other stuff on the Corey Chambers' top 10 list. It's a new and unique top 10 list. If you see any properties that are of interest to you, let us know. We will gladly send you a property information packet on any loft, condo, or house. Well, private preview is available upon request. As usual, I'm walking up a hill. <coughs> right when I'm starting the audio podcast, walking up a very steep hill. So I'm walking the dog in Elysian Park. So if you hear me breathing heavy, breathing very heavy, yes, I am excited to talk to you. But I'm also walking up a very steep hill. I see a very glorious picture of downtown Los Angeles in front of my face between the trees from Elysian Park. So it's a really nice view. It's a great way to frame downtown LA uh, between the trees of the park in Elysian Park. That's what I'm looking at right now. When I show it on my phone, it looks kind of small and far away. And a person that fills up the entire space between the trees are filled up with the uh, high-rise skyscrapers of the financial district. If you have a home you'd like to sell, you should know that I will guarantee the sale of your present home at a price acceptable to you or I'll buy it for cash. This guarantee will allow you to buy your next home without worrying about selling your present home. To find out how much you could sell your home for, call me at 213-880-9910. There's someone else here with a large tripod and a large camera, and they are shooting or video, maybe they're shooting a video of downtown but it's a little bit hazy so they're not getting the best they're not getting the clearest picture of downtown they're getting a they're getting a little bit of a hazy picture and uh, a little bit of fog and smog tiny bit and uh what are those red and blue lights flashing i think that's the Oh, that must be a bridge with police cars. No? Oh, I see fireworks, I think, over Disneyland. Uh, No, I don't think I could see fireworks over Disneyland. That's got to be a little closer than Disneyland. It's more like East L.A., Montebello. I 
I don't know what those red and green flashing lights are, blue. You know what? I think those are just green signals and red flashing signals on a, on a, uh, some kind of traffic signals. Uh, but I'm excited about our topic today, actually. So it's actually a long topic. I'm trying to talk less just so that I don't get uh, uh, throat cancer too quickly. I'm trying to talk less so I don't irritate my vocal cords and voice box. <sighs> Walking up this hill. So we're going to talk about duplexes, multi-unit properties, and we're going to talk about information. We got some new, a really new take on information, and you might have heard Elon Musk and other scientists on YouTube talk about uh, talk about the nature of reality being a simulation. I've talked a little bit about that, a little bit about quantum physics. Because it's relevant to everything, no matter who you are or what you're doing. When you know a little bit more about the fundamental nature of your reality. So we're going to talk about information. We're going to talk about the nature of information. And that everything is a simulation. Because I really done a lot, fair amount of research for a, uh, you know, amateur, amateur physics uh, scientist, the emphasis on amateur. But first we're going to talk about our main topics, which is the Corey Chambers, Corey Chambers top 10 list. These are things that are associated with my name, Corey Chambers. Because whether you like to talk about yourself or not, whether you think it's fun or not, whether you think it has benefits, financial and business benefits or not, uh, it's just smart to have a reading of yourself and your name. Because most people in their careers do benefit by being known as that person who is super good at doing something. You don't have to be a real estate agent or a salesperson of expensive stuff uh, or a celebrity or an actor or anything like that for your name to be of value. Everyone's name has a certain value or cachet or for most people, their name does not have much of a cafe cachet, but hopefully it does in their workplace and to their boss. Hopefully their name means something to their spouse <laughs> and to their kids or parents. But the more people See, I'm not an actor, I'm not a celebrity, I'm not an entertainer. So, for me, the value that I want in getting my name out there is for 
marketing value as a uh, real estate agent, but also for the other things I've done. I have done a tiny bit of acting, but I have done a lot of stuff behind the camera as a producer, a director, but mostly now, I guess, as a producer of short films and art films, and also uh, produced radio, uh, cable TV, and webcast internet TV. So, uh, I stopped marketing myself and actually removed stuff that was marketing me as a radio, TV producer. Um, I've more recently added back a little bit more. If you type in Corey Chambers producer, you'll probably see some of the films, short films and art films that I've produced. And I acted in one recently, just a real short comedy film done, done by Brother Andy, artist Brother Andy, who's a, who's a filmmaker. Um, we did a fun movie that was a little bit unique based on characters that have been done before, but... Let me tell you quickly about the real estate stuff. Duplex. And my name, this time my, this top 10 list is created by a, a new tool that we've never used before that looked at, I think it looked at the LA Loft blog and my name. And it picked out things that were the most topics and keywords that were the most relevant. And I liked the list that it brought up. So I made a top 10 list out of it. It's on the LA Loft blog, www.laloftblog.com. So my few fans, my few but very powerful, smart, and wonderful friends and fans can take a look at that. And those are the words, especially my real estate customers and clients, because these things were specifically about the real estate words or LA loft blog words that were most closely connected and related and relevant to my name Corey Chambers now number one on the list was a little bit of a surprise because but a very pleasant surprise and that is duplex duplex D-U-P-L-E-X. I was sure that it would be either like lofts or something totally irrelevant. But it was duplex, which really was good news because um, I'm better than any real estate professionals that I know of at helping buyers and investors to find multi-unit properties from two to four units. It's these two to four units that are, are easiest to manage. They're not considered to be apartments. They're just considered to be, generally they're just considered to be like the same as a house. But the house happens to have 
two, three, or four houses in one. So no, like there's no, uh, they're not treated the same as apartments when it comes to financing. They're not commercial, they're residential. But they can be hard to find because they're listed, they're just thrown in, grouped in on the MLS, or sometimes they're not on the MLS, or sometimes they are somewhere else. And so they're hard to pick out these multi-units from um, when you don't know all the places to search. So I can help people to find these duplexes, triplexes, and fourplexes, and also homes with a guest house, casita, ADU, and other types of multi-unit properties because I know where to look for them. So people, especially anywhere in Los Angeles or Southern California that are looking would do very well to get my free help for that because chances are I'll be able to help them find more and better, more amazing and better deals and better investments. One example would be the couple that I helped to buy a triplex and it had already been re redone it had already been uh, updated kitchens and bathrooms and paint and flooring and all kinds of stuff was already fixed up for them alright so uh that's all on the LA Loft blog. Take a look at that top 10 list, www.laloftblog.com. All right, let's talk about information. I can also pull up a lot of information on people and properties. So if you need any information, a report pulled up on a person or a property or both, or person and their property, I can pretty much give you the biggest, best, most complete report on a person and or a property, and that's free. It's free for my clients, customers, friends, fans, so forth, family. And so if you want that, just ask. I put on a little form, information form on the LA Loft blog, www.laloftblog.com. So it's on the same, on this top 10 list of Corey Chambers topics. And near the bottom is the form where you could just fill out and ask for some information. And then on yesterday's blog post, there's a, uh, I think it's yesterday's blog post, there's a property report, a free property report offer. But in this information report today, you can just say, hey, will you please send me a property report on such and such building or house or or can you look up this person's name for me or look up my name? All right, so in addition to marketing and sales and producing movies and radio and TV and film, uh, I was an information specialist in the Air Force. I was already 
programming computers from the age of 12 in the 1970s on mainframe computers using punch cards. Punch cards. That was some old, that was old technology in the 1970s because punch cards had been around since the 50, well, before the 50s, but they were already popular on computers in the 50s. Um, but now the funnest part of the day, information and your life is just a simulation. Now you hear the scientists talk and they have to they have to hedge their words because it's not mainstream yet. Not mainstream yet. But you know what? When I was a kid, it's like electricity was not even hardly mainstream. <laughs> it was still called a theory. It might still be called a theory. So sometimes theories are real. Uh, when you turn on your light switch, whether you want to call it a theory or not, you know the light's going to turn on and off. So there's things you can test, like quantum computers. It's still considered by some people, some mainstream, to be like a theory, but it's not a theory in the respect that quantum computers are already working. They're already doing work every day. So if somebody's doing work every day, 24 hours a day, it might be called a theory, but it's a little bit more than a theory. Like turning on a light switch with a theory of electricity. If it's being used every day, 24-7, you can call it a reality. So we're at, so quantum computers are changing. Let me talk about that very briefly. Uh, just like a regular computer uses ones and zeros to calculate things very rapidly and to do a lot of types of, of work. Uh, quantum computers can now do ones and zero <coughs> and one and zero at the same time simultaneously and do a extremely large number of ones and zeros all instantly at the same time. So there's no more waiting. So some calculations are so complex that it could take 10 days to calculate. It could take 10 months to calculate, 10 years, 10 million years, or 10 billion years to calculate. Some, some things can get complicated and be really big calculations really easily and really quickly. And one example of that is uh, some math calculation. A lot of math calculations does that, including your encryption for your bank and your passwords and your Bitcoin, your Ethereum, and anything else that's encrypted with passwords and passcodes or any other type of encryption. That's done using something that takes 
billions of billions of billions of years to hack into it with our current uh, computer capacity. And so, uh, quantum computer can hack it in about, you know, three seconds. <laughs> so, we're right on the verge of uh, the CIA, NSA, and possibly China, Communist Party, or Russia, Israel, uh, or other Pakistan, other com- other countries, um, being able to do these um, calculations. And then being able to program the computer to calculate the hack of your passwords. So, Communist China is right now trying to, you know, get these quantum computers to hack into the Pentagon and so forth. Nobody has reported that. It's just a, it's just an obvious. Um, it's just an obvious. Or Russia. I don't know. If, I don't think Russia has even reported that they are doing quantum computing yet, uh, but they probably are. Uh, China has reported. You know, China commercial companies in China have reported that they're creating quantum computers. But certainly in Russia and Pakistan, India, England, and Israel and other places are certainly building quantum computers of their own to do various things, especially defense things, and especially hacking encryption. That's one of the most important defense and offense capabilities of any military and uh, spy agency, CIA, uh, and all the other spy agencies. And of course, the some federal government law enforcement people want to be able to hack into your phone whenever they want. They've said so. So information, everything is a simulation. Everything is a simulation. Elon Musk just said this, and he said it was sort of a theory that everything is a simulation. He said he's pretty sure that we're living in a simulation. And I'm not pretty sure we're living in a simulation. I know we're living in a simulation. But the way they keep people propose this is they say that it looks like we might be living in a simulation and maybe some evil villain programmed this simulation and we are just characters in the simulation that was programmed by this alien or evil genius or something like that. But but there's no evil genius or alien required to create the simulation. Why? Because it can occur naturally. It did occur naturally. It occurs naturally, and it is natural. 
the simulation. All you need is a positive, negative, there's a skunk. Don't chase the skunk. This way. Leave the skunk alone. Leave Pepe Le Pew alone. Let's go this way. No, don't, don't chase Pepe Le Pew. Come here. All right. It's dark, but you can definitely see a skunk. It's black and it's got a white line. Very easy to see in the dark. Uh, so how is the whole universe and multiverse created with just information and no, no evil genius, no aliens required? Because all you need is a positive and negative, any kind of positive and negative that is dynamic along with time. And it creates patterns. As long as a positive and negative can, you know, grow, expand, replicate, duplicate, that's all you need is a very extremely basic, much more simple than a electron or a uh, proton, neutron. Uh, and that's all you need to create the entire universe because once you get those patterns flowing over time, it gets more and more complicated, more and more complex. So, as that gets more and more complex, the patterns get more and more complex, and if they're replicating, the complex patterns are creating complex patterns that are more and more complex, and so on and so on. So, there's no limit to the complexity of these patterns. So people say, oh, God must have created us because things are so complex. Or God must have created us because we're so, everything is so perfect, too perfect. Or everything is this or that. So you don't need to believe or disbelieve God uh, for, to, to know that we're in a simulation. You just need to know that all you need is an extremely simple positive and negative, like an up or a down, or a left or a right, or a yes or a no, or a up, you know. You don't need an up or down that is as, as complex as our up and down that we think of. You can do a very much smaller, much smaller, <laughs> and much simpler type of up and down. And that's all you need. Uh, forward or backwards, yes or no, positive or negative. And it's really positive or negative that's a better description because, you know, a positive and a negative can be very simple. And that's all you need. And then it needs to be able to replicate itself and given a huge amount of time 
to where I could create patterns that are complex, that those patterns, complex patterns, create more complex patterns, and they create more complex, complex patterns, and so on and so on and so on. That's all you need to create everything. And then you've got a brain that is your information player. Your brain is your information player. Your brain translates all these patterns into our world, the way we see it, feel it, hear it, taste it, smell it. And let's talk about colors. We'll talk about things that you can touch and feel. Colors are the most obvious and easy to understand example of waves, information waves. Because these colors that we see, it's kind of easy to understand that they're not colors. These colors are different wavelengths of light. That's all they are. These are different wavelengths of light and like each color that you think of, you think of as, as a, uh, a unique single thing when it actually is just a piece of the wavelength of, of, of the light spectrum. And your brain sees these waves, your eyes sends information to your brain. These wave patterns are sent to your brain and then your brain says, oh, this is orange, or oh, this is red. Your brain says, this is blue. Oh, it sees this uh, mixture of blue and yellow as green. There's two different types of colors. There's additive and subtractive. Anyway, but that's how your brain, and then, uh, but, and you say, well, what about things that you could touch, like the ground or the, you know, the metal steel of a car? Um, you just think, oh, those, those are not waves, because waves are like invisible or soft or whatever, but, no, waves can repel each other 100%. Waves can attract 100%, basically. They can repel close to 100%. So your finger waves, the waves that are making up your fingers, the patterns of waves that make up your fingers, they repel off of the waves that make up your car the steel of your car. You try to touch it, it bounces off because those patterns repel. Patterns in, in math and science and other waves that you could do at home, in home experiments, you could see they repel each other. And some waves repel each other strongly. So that's all that that is. Things that you feel you think you can touch and feel. Those are things that uh, that repel, and your fingers can sense that and give, tell your brain. So these things are really happening. So information, you could say, is real. Even if it's a simulation, you could still say it's real. 
It's just a reality that's a little bit different from most people think. Whether you're a real person in a storybook or a real person in a, what we thought was a this concrete, solid terra firma, it's still just as real, and you can still consider it, even if it's just information that your brain interprets as being, you know, relevant to your human body. It's real, but it's just information. It's it's numbers. It's math. Everything is numbers. Everything is math. Everything is information. That's the basic foundation of everything. Some people can talk about molecules, particles, particles, particles. Scientists have known for a long time that these particles are actually waves. They knew that since the 40s. About the same time they came up with the atomic bomb, they knew that they were doing the slit experiments with light. And they could see that light was particles and and waves both so everything is all the particles there they are also waves they have particle properties they have wave properties but they information waves is the most basic way to look at those things and your brain sees these waves or feels them hears them smells them these wave patterns and assigns meaning to it that is relevant to your survival and your and your uh, replication. Everybody's here for survival and replication, most of all. And for a big fag like me, it's important to think about replication duplication, offspring. Is that important since uh, that's really why we're here? The Bible says, I think the Bible says you're here to serve God before, but then it also says you're here to have kids. Of course, the Bible replicates, is there because it replicates itself. It proselytizes and has marketing built in. So anything that's popular and successful has that marketing component, which I know because I know marketing. And sales in the Bible is and the Quran and the Torah. Especially the Bible is and and the Quran are uh, very prolific. The Torah is less so. And Judaism is less prolific. They don't they don't proselytize. They don't try to convert other faiths. They don't go out and try to convert other faiths. Like the Mormon Church, they do their most known Mormon Church and the um, uh, what was the other one? Anyway, some churches, a lot of churches, they proselytize and they want you to convert to their. Catholic Church proselytizes. Um, come here. 
Anyway, we've covered lots of information about information, and I hope you found it somewhat interesting and said it in a way that you haven't heard it before because I don't think I've heard very many scientists or smart people describe information in the simulation the way that I describe it. I think I describe it better than most scientists. I describe it better than Elon Musk, better than Mr. Chalmers. At least I think I do. I don't tell me what you think. As I mentioned earlier, a property information packet is available on any loft, condo, or house, or private preview is available upon request. Call 213-880-9910. Corey Chambers in Los Angeles. Your home sold, guaranteed, or I'll buy it. Thanks for joining me. We'll talk to you again very soon. Bye-bye.